Welcome to the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. The podcast that the only spitting we do is our coffee because of some of this anime we have to watch. <laughs> My name is Matt, and geez, it turns out that every time we do have guests on, I don't have anything prepared to say. <laughs> and I'm Audrey, and as as early as yesterday, I found out there's more to wrapping than Christmas presents. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, if you are here, I'm assuming you can read the title of this episode, and you're probably wondering, uh, you guys just not talking about anime anymore? And I have to say to that, probably, maybe, we can avoid it. Anyways, I met this man at AWA while I was, of course, touring through Artist Alley, the dealer's room, and after he was talking to me about what he kind of does and sort of the stuff he's doing and checking out some of the songs i got i kind of said you know let's get this guy on here or actually it was more of like before i even listened to a song i said oh you rap that's so cool because i'm so very white <laughs> but this uh, we have on today's episode greshman what's going on guys i said that right right yeah 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 definitely i, I mean most people pronounce it uh, greshman uh, I pronounce okay. it Gretchman. I mean, either way is fine. Oh well, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've had. I mean, I've had people get it wronger with the er at the end of that because, like, I've had. I've gone to a a live performance once, and the guy was mm-hmm. like, uh, "Gresham." Do we have a Gresham here? I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, dude, that's definitely an M in my name, man. <laughs> I was like, there's no, I'm sorry, there's no Gresh hamster here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, reading's hard. Just ask just ask our listeners. They can't seem to read. Yeah, we have to we have to remind them every week. Yeah, just in case they don't know what episode they're listening to. But like I said, uh, met met you at AWA as I was going through, and kind of, could you tell us about yourself real quick? Yeah, so basically, I rap about video games, anime, and sci-fi, um, and a lot of times I dabble with throwing in like some romance in there as well. Um, basically, all of my raps are pretty much uh, designed to like be for otaku, and at the same time to uh, appeal to you know the masses, so people who aren't even otaku. My lyrics are meant to uh, kind of uh, pinpoint both uh, fan bases at the same time. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things that if you can get it on any sort of level with someone, I feel like it can be, it can translate to really good stuff for, I don't know, what am I even saying? I'm looking at these questions I had written down <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I'm going to sound intellectual this episode, but um, that's interesting. So, kind of, what has been this inspiration for what you're doing? Well, um, I started a long time ago. Like, I, um, when I was a kid, um, I, I think I watched my first episode of Dragon Ball Z, like, mm-hmm. around, like, I want to say five years, when I was, like, five years old or something like that. Yeah. And ever since then, I was, like, addicted, just kept watching, kept watching. And I think my next anime after Dragon Ball Z was, like, the Giver. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Wow, oh, the yeah. Giver. Yeah, and apparently, it, I mean, you know, back then, I'm talking about the original, not the uh, the remake, the original. Mm-hmm. Back when Steve Bloom was doing the uh, the original voices for the monsters. Like, mm-hmm. that crap scared the pants off of me, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even supposed to be really a horror anime 
for the most part. I mean, it is technically, but it's not supposed to like really horrify you. But I was so I was so young, it was so scary. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be for for a young kid. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that in anime that if you're catching it really young, it'll traumatize the mess out of you. <laughs> I mean, bringing it back to Dragon Ball Z, one of the scariest things ever for me when I was like a kid was Cell and the the, the sucker thing, you know, like him draining people of their energy and like eating them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, really freaky, especially that one episode or whatever when he was trying to suck Android 18 and his tail became really big, like the hole came and became a vacuum Mm -hmm. and traumatized me, really messed with me. Oh my God. That part was like an awakening moment for me, but that's just me. That's just you. (laughs) Yeah. That's your, that's, that's something you have to talk with it with a therapist like every single week, I imagine. (laughs) Yeah, anime will traumatize you. I I still can't sleep at night. Sometimes I think that there's (laughs) monsters under my bed. (laughs) <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. <laughs> but then you look under the bed and you see a little cat girl go, Daijobu! <laughs> <laughs> so, questions. Like, you talked about how anime is kind of been an inspiration. What has, has it, has, is it just Dragon Ball Z that's kind of served as the biggest inspiration? Or is there either sort of anime that you really like watched and you said, like, oh, that's something that is really cool? Well, my third, uh, the third anime that I watched after, uh, so it started at Dragon Ball Z, then it went to Guyver, and then I went to uh, Cowboy Bebop. That was mm. like the third anime that I watched, and that's when mm. I discovered Toonami, and then the world o- opened up for me, and you know the the, the heavens parted, and I was so happy, <laughs> and I was in bliss. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh I started watching Cowboy Bebop and stuff, and uh, which is kind of crazy because it's like. You know, so many years later now, I I'm actually about to release a uh, a song that's actually uh, heavily inspired by Cowboy Bebop. Uh, oh, yeah. I uh, I did a post on my IG um, the other day, like maybe about a week ago, and uh, I I've already recorded the song and everything. We're uh, we're putting together actors and uh, cosplays and stuff now. Oh, oh nice. cool! Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So is it? Is it kind of have that jazz flair of Cowboy Bebop? It, it's a. Uh, it's definitely hip hop. Is it doesn't really uh, keep the uh, the jazz flair to it. Um, mm-hmm. But it is. Uh, it's hip hop, and um, basically lyrically, I I knock on a lot of a lot of names from the characters. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A lot of char- You know, and then also the uh, what I did is I looked up a uh, synopsis on. Uh, basically off of Google. It was like a, a website. I can't remember the name of the website, but I found a synopsis that pretty much sums up the entire anime. I took that mm-hmm. synopsis and then I just started kind of writing based off of that. Oh, um, oh nice. You know. And then also, you know, from memory, I was able to kind of jump back into certain episodes and just kind of get some ideas of what I wanted to do lyrically. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the, the most interesting thing about it is that I lyrically find a way to make the song make sense for people who don't watch the show. You don't have to watch the show to feel as though you're hearing something out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you watch the show and let's say you don't know anything else, but you only know Cowboy Bebop, you're going to hear everything that's about Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. And if you're both, if you watch the show and you know, you, you know other things and stuff like that too, you're going to hear everything and you're going to say, Oh wow, that's a great in between there. There's two different ways mm-hmm. you can really, you know, 
I, I expect my listeners to really take the song. But both yeah. ways, you know, both ways it's going to be perfectly fine. That's that was my intention anyway. Yeah, that's really cool. Different varying points of entry and various levels of death for people to to understand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the with the Netflix one coming out, that's kind of a, a perfect time because a lot of random people are going to be getting uh, who've never seen Cowboy Bebop the anime are going to be getting recommended it in their Netflix queue, and they'll say, "Oh, this, I'll try this out." <laughs> oh yeah, that is fantastic timing. Not that you mentioned that, that is was, fantastic timing. Uh, did that play a part? The Netflix announcement did it play a part in uh, the new song coming out? Originally, it did not. I honestly didn't know at first when I decided to come up with this idea. When I was like, okay, I'm just going to choose Cowboy Bebop. I'm going to you know, make a song on it. Nice. And I didn't even know. And then I think while I was researching you know, some content just to kind of add to the song, I stumbled across it. And I was like, wait, there's a live action coming? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, okay, uh, well, that's good to know. And then you know, a couple weeks later, now I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, now I need to hurry up and push this song and get it out <laughs> yeah. before this, you know, before this drops. Um, mm. We'll be, I think the show is set to drop on the 19th of uh, this month of November. And um, oh. we're, we're going to actually film on the 20th. Ooh, okay. I, I would have done it sooner, but uh, that's as early as I can get everything together. Understandable. We are very familiar with not being able to get things together until a really later date. Yeah. <laughs> Most notably for our Beastars episodes, and that's because it was held at Netflix jail. Until yeah. So we had to, like, sail the, sail all the way to Japan. Yeah, I had to go to Japan for that week, apparently, according, according to my IP. <laughs> but that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Honestly, I'm kind of it's kind of weird to me how much Netflix is actually doing with these live action anime adaptations, because I recently got aboard the Yu Yu Hakusho train and I was trying to consume everything I could for a brief period. It, apparently, Netflix also has a, uh, a script in pre-production for a Yu Yu Hakusho live action series, oh. which that feels kind of it feels weird. It feels gross. I don't know. Not as, not as gross as like the One Piece live action announcement. I mean, that one just feels that just that just makes your body feel not tingly in the wrong ways. Uh, just imagine the live action rubber stretchy mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty um, cool. I like. I'm. I want to actually see that. Actually, that's gonna be. Yeah, yeah I was a fan of a uh, Yu Hakusho show as well. Actually. Oh my god! But also imagine like a live action Zoro with holding a sword in his mouth. A live action chopper? Is it gonna be a CG deer or is it gonna be an actual deer? They just get a deer and they say, "Act, act, Bambi." <laughs> That's. I mean, I just this is my first time ever going through Yu Yu Hakusho. I had like the first two or three volumes of the manga because they read a book fair when I was a kid, and honestly, that's not a very good manga for a book fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is my first time go around with it, and it's. It's uh, it's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, <laughs> pretty good, certified pretty good. But one of the things that uh, somebody told me when I was watching it, they said you got to do the dub for it. And the only thing I knew about the anime was that whenever Kuwabara was talking as a kid, I was like, I want more of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still feel the same way. You're messy. <laughs> You're messy. <laughs> 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 and that's i did not know that that was christopher sabbath really 
Yeah, that's Vegeta's voice actor. That makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. <laughs> you have to pause for a minute and think about it. Like, hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense to me. <laughs> Wait, okay. is that Vegeta's voice actor for Kurobara? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I know, right? Mind boggling. It is. That's like some actual talent to go from, I'm the prince of all Saiyans to <laughs> spirit sword. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's like some that's like some actual talent. I mean, as a quote unquote aspiring voice actor, as someone who stopped aspiring like a year and a half ago, that's really impressive to me. I already got my voice hurting just from trying to do the spirit <laughs> sword. Yeah, and I'm peeking all kinds of places. Well, speaking of anime, what have you been watching lately, Greshwan? So, so lately, I've been watching like Attack on Titan and uh, One Punch Man. Nice, mm. nice. Yeah. What I'm, do you? Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm thinking. I think I'm about like season four on uh, Attack on Titan. I had to stop for a while because uh, I think I got close to dropping like my projects, and so mm-hmm. I just kind of just focused on that heavily. But as soon mm-hmm. as I get more time and stuff, I'm gonna jump back in and uh, finish it up. Oh, uh, so you're saying you almost dropped your personal projects because you were getting consumed by anime? <laughs> yeah. That- that, that sums it up pretty well there. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's that's some good energy. I like that energy. I almost stopped doing what I wanted to do because anime consumed me, but Attack on Titan will get you like that. For real. Because when we did an episode on Attack on Titan, we're like, we're going to cover all three seasons. And I think we started, we were going to do it at the end of the month. And so I started the month of, and I was finished with all three seasons in a week. Because I thought I'd need to pace myself out more, but it, it, I can get it from it with Attack on Titan, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, too many people, I feel like, will instantly discard Attack on Titan as it being overly popular or something, you know. But generally speaking, if something's popular, it's because it's popular because it's good and it can get to somebody on like a really easy level, you know. Yeah. So. You've been talking. We just asked about what you've been watching. We ask everybody this, but what is the worst anime you've ever seen? The worst anime? Jeez. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. The worst anime I've ever seen is Bo Bo Bo. No! Whoa. What do you mean? Bo 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 is classic. <laughs> Did you tell all the bows? Yeah. How many bows is it, though? Seven. Bo 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 Bo. <laughs> bo, 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 bo. Like, is that how I've never seen it? I've never seen it. So, is that like how they pronounce it? Yeah, well, his name is Bobo, bo, so they just say his name Bobo, bo, but the whole show is Bobo, bo, 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 bo. <laughs> and then I think the one time they had Tsunami Spot where someone said Bobo, bo, 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 which, you know, it's like saying Naruto instead of Naruto. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, I grew up with that show. What's wrong with it? Wow. You don't like you don't like nose hair karate? <laughs> I like I don't know what it is about that show, but for some reason it just drives me insane. Like <laughs> I, I can I, I mean I can force myself to watch it, but I prefer not to. Maybe it was because of Bobo Bo. It was, you know, scaring me too much. It made me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can force myself to watch it, but I prefer not to. Like, I don't know. It's just something about it. It's it's funny. It it is kind of funny to me. But mm-hmm. it's just I think it's his name. The fact that he says his name 
so many times. And I'm just like, stop, please. No, no more. My ears, <laughs> my heart, my heart, my heart can't take this. And he just, he just keeps saying it. It's just, it's so silly. But I mean, there, there are some parts that I do like though. Like I, and don't get me wrong. I didn't watch too many episodes. I think it, I just so happened to start watching it. Um, like I took a break from Toonami for like about a year or two mm-hmm. and then came back and I was like, just watching the lineup, uh, you know, one night and I was just like, and I think Bobo Bo came on and I was just like, okay, what's this? And I just started watching it and he's just like, he's just so kooky and so crazy. And I don't know, I guess the visual part of it is big for me too. So when it comes to watching mm-hmm. anime, I do need my visual, you know, aspect to look pretty good. Cause me personally, mm-hmm. I'm also an artist as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I personally feel if, if, you know, if I can draw that or, I mean, I guess I should be able to draw it, but I mean, I'm technically a professional artist, but what I'm saying is like, I feel like if a two year old can draw it, <laughs> then I'm not really <laughs> interested so much in it. I kind of lose interest a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. make it, you know, one of those things where it's just like, okay. I'm out of the equation. I'm not watching it just because this is bad, badly drawn. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the content of the show too. Like if it had a crazy good in-depth story, you know, with the comedy mixed in, then I probably would have been like, okay, this, this is horrible to look at. I'll just cover my ears or cover my eyes and and listen to it. But it doesn't really have a a driving story to keep me interested. But the comedy, I mean, the comedy is cute. It just feels like it's, uh, I'm watching like, um, like Looney Tunes or something. I mean, in all fairness, if you were to like just pop in on a random episode in the middle of the show and you see characters like Don Patch and Jelly Jiggler just like uh just acting out with this big buff dude with a golden afro with nose hairs just shooting out of his nose, you'll think this is one hell of a fever dream, so <laughs> I understand like how it could yeah, I, I I was more of a fan of say like uh maybe Boondocks or I would even watch like you know the classic cartoons like uh um Dexter's Lab or something like that even though it's not anime mm-hmm. but still like you know it's just I don't know Bobo Bo is just like kind of my least favorite but um I mean there's a lot of stuff that's kind of you know it it wasn't really the the childish aspect of it that pushed me away so much cuz i could personally watch like say pokemon or like yu-gi-oh or something or beyblades or something like that yeah you know mm-hmm. i'm more of a uh, probably like an action action person though i like you know action in my anime too so understandable and i i don't think i really watch too many uh comedy animes as well mm-hmm. so th- that might have a, a huge uh, play in it as well hmm well, again, that's all understandable because I think, you know, it's like I think we've said multiple times on this podcast, anime is an art form. So, you know, like not everybody, it's not like you say, like, I watch TV. Well, what do you say? Like, what TV you watch? You go anime. Anime is not a genre. Anime is an art form. So you got to say, like, you got to be specific. Like, not everybody watches TV and they like, you know, cr- uh, crime dramas. Some mm-hmm. people just like comedies themselves. So that's understandable. And I think that, you know, when you do watch some anime, you can get that sort of special action that you will only get out of an anime fight scene. So that's perfectly respectable. But by the same account, you can also, there's just some shows like Bo 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 Bo. Is that too many bows? Yes, too many bows. Bo 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 Bo. Is that right? That's right. Seven bows. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So you can also get that special sort of humor too. Because I, one of my favorite anime is Osumatsu-san. 
and that is Japanese as uh it's it's one of the most Japanese shows ever, but it's so um wild and crazy that I'm constantly entertained by it. So I, I but I, I, I my point is my point is is that it's perfectly valid to just like only action shows or whatever in anime. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's unfair when people are like gatekeep and say, "Oh, you only watch this show? Wow, why don't you stop being a piece of trash?" <laughs> a, a perfect example of an anime that has comedy with like you know the right balance of action in it would be like uh, mm-hmm. Fully Coolie, for example. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, Fully Coolie rocks. Like I, I'm, I'm in love with Fully Coolie. Like I, I can definitely do that show any any day of the week, any weekend. You know, like that show mm-hmm. it's it's funny. And then at the same time, it has enough action stuff in it that's and in in that case, I don't even need a storyline. I mean, it had a storyline, you know, kind mm-hmm. of hidden underneath the layers there, you know. You had to iron mm-hmm. them out, iron out the wrinkles to get them, but it was there. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> but uh, that's... yeah, it, I I loved it though. It's I, you know, if Bubble Bubble was uh, similar to that, then I would be a little bit more on board, basically. Yeah. I mean, hey, some people don't like sour things. <laughs> as an a as a quick aside, uh, while we're still on the subject of Bobobo, I just learned that he does have four siblings, who yeah. are all the same name but with the different vowels. So there's ba 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 it's very creative there. <laughs> <laughs> the wor- the weirdest thing about Boba Bo 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 is that there are people who actually it still has like this thing in the current mar- the current uh, climate of Shonen Jump where people are saying like I got inspired from Boba Bo and it's just <laughs> weird. It's one of my favorite my favorite uh, manga right now, Mashal. Mm-hmm. The- the author in the, or the mangaka in the comments is constantly like, "This all started from me reading Boba Bo and thinking it was the best thing ever," <laughs> and you can really feel the inspiration in that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I might. How many episodes does Boba Bo have? Uh, Seventy-five. All right, I'm dipping. <laughs> Sorry, it's not that bad. Also, it turns out each of the siblings have a different, like, hair. Fighting style. Mm-hmm. Bubba has no hair, nose hairs. One of them has leg hairs, and I can't find the all of all of them. But I'm assuming one of them has armpit hairs. <laughs> Fascinating lore in this series. Oh, truly a truly a testament to to what modern animation can accomplish. Truly the center point of the spiritual zeitgeist of our time. <laughs> hey, hey oh. you, can't, you can't draw a character without edit, without uh, armpit here. I mean, that's I where mean, good, are the anime to? girls with armpit hair? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I'm sure, like with how Japan works, I'm sure there's like a first person manga where you talk to a girl about shaving her hair or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that one where the girls, like, talk to you as you're going to sleep, whatever that anime was. Yeah. So I'm sure there's one where it's, like, shaving with Onisan in the, or Onechan in the morning or something like that. Oh, there's probably one where a girl has armpit hair, but it's shaved off and it's an arrow gay. 
Oh, that's really cursed. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Forbidden. Like, uh, true. Some anime are truly <laughs> forbidden, and that one is. Oh, but here is getting off of that subject. <laughs> Do you think that, like, through what you, uh, I'm not talking to Greshman, not you, Audrey, so shut up about this. <laughs> but do you think that there's something that you in particular, like, your voice brings to this otaku subculture that's really important that they can't, that, like, a, a listener to your music couldn't get anywhere else? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, <laughs> I personally believe I have a very unique voice, um, uh, when it, when it comes to, you know, making music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like I think that a lot of people, like everyone from like my you know the pe- the people that produce the music, people that work on my tracks and stuff, to actual fans, they all say that my voice is like kind of unique. And like mm-hmm. I know I remember um like the guy that I uh I recorded or that r- mixed my track uh anthem was uh mm-hmm. Luther Banks and uh um, oh. I don't know who that is. But I'm allowed. <laughs> he's a, he's a, um, well, okay. His title says Grammy award winning, uh, mixing engineer. <laughs> I believe mm-hmm. if I, if I stated that right. <laughs> uh, and I think he's worked on like projects with like uh ludicrous and a couple other big names. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, he, he usually mixes my, uh, my, my big projects and, um, I mean, he does a lot more than that as well, but uh, that's pretty much my interaction with him. Um, mm-hmm. And he, I remember him saying that my voice, he was like, you know, your voice, your voice sounds kind of nerdy, but it kind of <laughs> works with the, uh, the content of the lyrics. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. what I'm talking about kind of works with my voice. Mm. Basically. Yeah, it definitely worked with nerd and anthem. <laughs> the whole the whole weeb gamer vibe. Yeah, I definitely, I really liked Anthem. That's a really good song. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I, uh, I try, I try. No, no. <laughs> nah, man, you don't just try, you do, all right? Fantastic stuff. Like, honestly, like, if you're listening to it right now, why don't you go pause? Why don't you go listen to that track right now? It's on YouTube. There'll yeah. be links in the description or something. It's on YouTube and Spotify. It's on Spotify. And it's Dang. also on his website at at uh, Greshmon.com. Why don't you just why don't you just plug everything for him then? Maybe I will. Alright then. You're doing a very good job of it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um oh, that's cool. That's cool. I I'm just curious I'm just curious because I think I talked about it with you at the uh, at the convention. Was that like I don't listen to much rap. <laughs> Because I, it's just something that, like, I I grew up with a lot of pop punk and stuff like that. Yeah. And emo music. So I never really got into rap as much. But I remember in an Otaku USA, which is... Is Otaku USA still going? But they had a, a this, like, a, a hype, this thing where they would weekly post stuff, like, from fan creators. And they posted one uh, for Cashamil Anime Boy. Yeah. And... I thought that kind of stuff was cool because he would sample like Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like the uh, dearly beloved or uh, parted. I cannot remember the name of the song, but I was really I thought that was really cool 
but I never, I don't know what happened. I, I looked him up and Google said, uh, what are you trying to type there, sir? What's going on? So I don't know, but I think that's really cool that you're out there like making this kind of music that can like appeal to people who aren't into the like the otaku subculture. But at the same time, it's like on that base level, like people can get into it. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's 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 fun. I love doing it. It's kind of challenging, but, you know, I, I embrace that challenge because that's the style that I want to, you know, that I want to pursue basically throughout my career. Um, mm-hmm. there are songs like granted, there are songs that I've made that are more like, for example, my entire, uh, my entire first album is called gameplay. That album mm-hmm. was based more on romance. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that's the, uh, that would be the album where nerd came from basically. Um, right. I think I did nerd. I did a song called uh balling, which was like kind of about basketball. Um, mm-hmm. I did one, uh, called fear. That was kind of like just inspiration for like daily life and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then I think pretty much everything after that, uh, as you go through the as you go through that um, album, it starts progressing through my past relationships. Um, and so it starts becoming a, a lot about romance and stuff like that. Right. So it, it's a you know, I, I kind of like it because it's, you know, it's it's really nice that I can, you know, talk about anime talk about you know video games and sci-fi and stuff and then still throw in that romance and uh a lot of the tracks i did um were not really you know they weren't actual uh anime tracks so much they were more about romance and i feel like romance is something that really connects with you know just about everyone whether you're an otaku Mm -hmm. or you're not an otaku you know um i feel like it connects Mm -hmm. with everyone and even when I do tracks like that, I still find a way to create some type of like lyrically I'll put in um, metaphors and bars about uh, video games that still pertain to the romance. So um, mm. an example of that is kind of like an unreleased track that I have right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, it's not Ooh. released yet, but um, it's coming. It's going to be coming. So I don't know how soon, but it'll be soon. <laughs> It, it'll definitely be after uh, my next song. My next song is actually called uh, Bebop. But uh, mm-hmm. the one after that, well, further down the road, um, this one will come. And I I basically talked about romance a lot in that song. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I threw in content that had like references to like, I think like a PlayStation uh, controller and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I still made it make sense in terms of um, still relating to you know video games, and then at the same time still relating to romance. Yeah, I think uh my my probably my craziest song that I've made so far is a song called Crazed, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the breaking point on my uh my album, where it's like all of the everything crazy that just that happened in uh in my life and in my past and stuff romantically kind of comes out on that track <laughs> right and then i kind of um close up the entire album with uh my song called farewell mm-hmm. that kind of just says you know i'm i'm pretty much done with everything that happened in the past and now it's time to move on and then that's when i went on to uh to make anthem which is kind of more uplifting and you know getting past all that and stuff and it kind of it kind of 
goes back into the uh, uh, the otaku fandom a little bit more with Anthem. I think I have that one, and then uh, I think the other tracks. I think Love Me Forever kind of hits on uh, more like romance and stuff like that. Actually, I think the last three tracks. I think um, Love Me Forever remix, uh, Girls, and uh, I Gave You Flowers remix. They all hit back into the romance a little bit, but not so not so deep, you know, and not so uh it's more uplifting kinda. Yeah. Hmm. And you also have a couple tracks that are skits and then the conclusion about under a minute long like story beats in between uh, spliced in between the album. Is that to kind of give the album of like progressing story? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um so I think when I initiate the album, I, you know, I'm introducing myself. I'm telling people, you know, that, you know, the album's about my story. And then as you go on, um, you know, it, it pretty much escalates to, you know, the, the troubles that I had in those relationships. And, uh, then it concludes it pretty much at the end and just kind of mellows it out. Okay. Some of those skits are fun. Yeah. I do, I do like some of them. <laughs> I don't I don't want to spoil them for anybody who wants to go through and listen, but uh, <laughs> some of those skits are pretty fun. Did you do all the voices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some relatable content. <laughs> we used to do little skits before the episodes. We used to have to like write them down and do multiple takes. It was uh. It wasn't as fun as we thought it would be back as we thought it would be, mm-hmm. but that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I would, I would actually like to probably get into voice acting a little bit, because um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I do music, but also do acting as well, and uh, you know, I'm a songwriter too, so I write my own music, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I, it would be kind of fun to do some uh voice acting because I've, I've done acting, I've uh done a couple of a uh, couple of roles like mainly background stuff right now i haven't done anything mm. that's kind of like other than my music videos um haven't done anything that's really uh like a lead role so much mm-hmm. but um i've definitely played around with voice acting i um before i started doing music i created you know animation and stuff 3d animation and uh there was a mm. project that i was working on for a guy his name's uh jeff trips if I'm saying it right, I might be butchering it. I'm sorry, Jeff, if you're listening. But uh, he uh, he made a a manga called uh, Samurai Genji, mm-hmm. and uh, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. I I like like visually, I I liked it so much, and I was so inspired by his work that I decided to actually create an animated short. And I think originally my plan was five minutes. I think it became like eight minutes. I did not finish that project yet, and I'm still thinking about maybe in a far future, uh, either hiring some hands to kind of help me finish it, mm-hmm. and then actually making the track to it and presenting it as a music video. Um, mm. oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's like it's like a uh, a huge battle scene between uh, his two characters, White Fox and uh, Genji. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it would be pretty cool to just kind of, you know, to make something to that. 
So it's, some, it's something that's been like in the back of my mind right now. But uh, moving forward right now, I'm probably that's kind of a little bit further down the road right now. I, I want to do more features and stuff because uh, one thing I like about features is that uh, I'm meeting a lot of cool people that I think we're about to make some really, really awesome tracks coming up. Nice. Like uh, Bebop is going to be a pretty, pretty awesome single that I'm releasing. But uh, I think after that, I have like a, I'm working on a project with a guy named Chaos Network. He, uh, he works on like, he make, he, he pretty much uh, raps about anime as well. I, uh, I listened oh. to one of his tracks. It was like a, uh, anime drill, uh, type track. And, uh, he has a lot of really good, uh, anime references in his, uh, his work as well. So we're, we're teaming up and we're going to be dropping something. I sent him, uh, one of Quarterline's beats. And uh, he's he's really impressed with Quarterline's work. So we're going to be doing something really, really soon. So that'll be coming up after uh, Bebop. And the uh, the third surprise I got coming is going to be uh, I'm working with a girl who's a, she's a singer. And uh, she can sing uh, Japanese. And uh, her name's Kudami. And hmm. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> She's a she's a singer and her 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 singing is really good. She's done a bunch of covers for like all types of uh, anime openings, and so she sent me some of her work and I've just been listening to it. And I'm just like, we have to make a track. She's actually one of my fans as well, and instantly I became a fan of her. <laughs> so we've nice. got this double fandom going. We're just we're both like, your work is so good. No, your work is your work is better. <laughs> but yeah, I I will I'm. Super excited about making a song with Konami. Um, because this is going to be, I'm thinking, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm thinking we're going to go probably a little bit more pop, uh, for the genre for this, uh, for our song together. Nice. Okay. It's always nice to see like, uh, indie artists collabing together, just like celebrating each other. Well, I'm, I mean, it's kind of like us too, you know. Yeah. Like we do, po- we do podcast, anime podcasts, and there's other anime podcasts out there that we really we like a whole lot and respect. And whenever we get to do stuff with them, it's super fun. I guess that's one reason I like it because it reminds me of us back in the day. <laughs> back, you're, I I don't know why you're so cynical and jaded about this. <laughs> it's not even two years yet, and you're over there and like it reminds me of us in our younger days. <laughs> Looks out the window forlornly. <laughs> A single tear going down your cheek. I used to have vision. I used to want to <laughs> do this. Uh, oh, that is cool. That is cool. I, I, I'm excited. I mean, I think every time we've had somebody on here that I was kind of like, I don't know their stuff. I come away taking from it, going, I absolutely love every single thing they do, and I want them to be wildly successful because we had this band, Hey King, and. I did not know who they were before we had them on. And then as we were doing prep work to get them on and stuff, and I listened to their music, I said, they're the best band ever. I changed my <laughs> mind. So now, like, after listening to your stuff, I'm like, yes, you're the best rapper ever. <laughs> changed my mind. It won't be happening. That's one of the good things about this is that we add more tracks to our Spotify playlist. Yep. I fill that Spotify playlist up with podcasts, uh, podcasts and musicians. Mm. Nice, nice. Well, I have run out of the questions that I had loaded up. I have a couple questions. Okay. Uh, 
and the, it's kind of just for me and not really for any kind of audience member, but on the <laughs> album cover for gameplay, what is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm glad you asked that. That's actually a really good question, actually. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. The the uh the album cover, the the image you see there, that's actually me cosplaying. Like I'm in pretty much like this mask and stuff like that, and the idea mm-hmm. was to kind of look like some type of like you know video game character, basically. Yeah, it gives me Metal Gear Solid vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's definitely you know kind of uh, Metal Gear ish there. Um, but yeah, like that's kind of what um, that's like what the second part of what my brand does. So I make mm-hmm. music and stuff like that. I'm also an actor, but uh. One thing that I'm also starting up now, it's not huge just yet, but I'm really trying to push to uh, advance it and evolve it, is on my site, uh, under my shop tab, I have different shirts and stuff like that uh, for sale and other items like uh, I think I have like a hat and stuff like that. And a phone- Yeah, that hat's really cool. You wore it at the con. It looked really cool. Yeah. And like uh, phone cases and stuff like that. And um, but on the shirts, what I'm doing with the shirts are I'm I'm going to be working with like cosplayers and illustration artists to put their images on those shirts. And I'm going to be selling those shirts to fans. So basically, I'm going to be selling cosplay shirts to uh to, you know, taco fans, basically. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think it's a good idea because. When I work with these illustration artists, a lot of illustrators, you know, they they have great work, but it's just not getting seen unless it's like maybe on DeviantArt or something like that, you know, but I want to make mm-hmm. their work profitable and I want to make it profitable for lots of artists at the same time. So mm-hmm. basically, I'll be putting illustration work on those shirts um, as my fan base grows and we start approaching like the hundred thousands and the million area, it'll be my Gresham site will be that that home base for you know new and upcoming artists to say, hey, Gresham, I got I got some I got this you know character design or I got this work that I this piece that I uh, just finished, I want to send it your way. Can you put it on a shirt and sell it? And of course, I'm gonna split uh, profits with. Um, with those artists as well so anything that i make it'll be right now i'm doing a uh at 50 percent, so 50 percent of the profits and that's not including the uh the cost of the shirts the cost of the shirts i, I do uh drop shipping so the cost of the shirts are usually about um say about somewhere around 10 20 dollars or something like that so anything that's a profit off of the shirt that that i sell it for over that um right now i'm splitting it 50 percent with the illustration artist basically Okay. And so um, that way, you know, we both benefit from it. Their art gets to be seen. And then at the same time, um, you know, we're we're making profits as well for the brand, basically. And then that that those uh, contributions go towards creating new music and things like that. Um, and then what I really like, though, is working with the, cos- the uh, cosplay artists. Um, so, for example, like you were saying, with the gameplay, uh, cover that's an example of what i plan on putting on t-shirts so 
you know, I would like to be working with people like big names. Like I'm, I'm sure you guys have already heard of Yaya Han, right? Mm-hmm. So I would work with Yaya Han and she would take images and things like that. She would take some pictures and she would say, she would send them over to me. Here, Gretchman, uh, here's something that you could put on the site and then I'll put it on the site and sell it. She'll take a profit as well, basically. And I feel like it's a great door for, you know, upcoming cosplayers and artists. And I think it's a positive thing for, you know, for our, you know, for our fandom, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is sort of validating in an, in, in an interesting way to have like your, have like the love of anime and gaming be represented in the rap art, uh, r- the rap music form. Cause it, it automatically gives like plus 10 cool points. <laughs> plus 10 cool points nice I yeah, just leveled wow. up just leveled up let's go I'm wow. not lame just cause I like anime look there's there's anime rap that makes me cool <laughs> and then they say and then you, you you bust out the one piece that one piece opening <laughs> and go I want everybody oh goodness gracious hmm I was while 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 they were talk, while that was being discussed. I said I paid our our artist who did our shirts. I said you want the Animal Crossing DLC? Here you go. Here's your <laughs> royalty fees. And they said, "All right, nice." So you're doing a lot better than I am, <laughs> as far as being reasonable with your artists. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. Of course, they get paid. That's good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> now that i feel like i've said that i feel like everybody's looking at me thinking he doesn't pay his artists but i do they get paid but they they just don't they just don't tell me when they want to get paid so i can't give them money i'm gonna just craig cut all that out <laughs> cut cut all that out now that it's done and said i feel like i look like an awful person craig let him keep talking craig is a perfectly reasonable human being and it's not my fault if doesn't say that they want money and say that they do stuff for free and I don't pay them. That's on. That's on. Mm. I gave. Give me our. I give Animal Crossing DLC. Mm. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody does win. What are you talking about? Mm. Stop it. Stop judging me. Mm. Stop making that noise. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm. Okay. My second. My uh, other question. Also for me. Are we going to get a sequel to Donald Trump versus Colossal Titan? <laughs> I don't I don't know if I should leave it up to his next election. Like if he gets elected, maybe. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel I feel like it was I don't know. A lot of people really thought it was hilarious, so I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I don't know if I see it in the immediate future, <laughs> but uh, be a- it's it's in the back of my head there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like that one band, uh, System of a Down, which I I only heard this once and may not be true, but they only come out and make music when a Republican is president. So wow. like, oh my gosh! Depending on who, depending on who wins the election, we might get a, a sequel animation. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it's technically like what uh, epic rap battles of history does. 
they were like kind of just kind of you know i would actually no they they actually i think they went ahead and dropped something anyway and oh, then yeah. and then the election happened they just but i think they just kind of you know the way they wrote it they just kind of stayed clear of any decisions you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That way, you know, they, they, you know, it'd be a win-win either way. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, yeah, they, I remember they, uh, they dropped, uh, I think the, I think they did a Barack Obama one. They did a, uh, a Donald Trump one. Um, yeah, I think they, they had a Biden one too, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I um I I love them actually. Um they're kind of among some of the artists I uh I draw inspiration from. <laughs> I I listen to them like kind of seldomly, but um I'm more I'm more of a fan of more like uh Eminem, uh, NF, Hobson, Tech 9. I listen to a uh, a guy named Dax, D A X. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard of him. And uh Luke Gaughan. Those are all guys that I'm listening to like right now that are kind of inspiring my music a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, ha- I don't, I, I honestly, at this point in my, in my life, the only, an- the only music I've been listening to have been anime openings and endings. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> and of course, and of course your stuff, that- but that's just basically all I listen to is anime openings and eds and people who come on the podcast music. It means your life rocks, man. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's all you need, man. <laughs> as long as you have snacks and stuff while you're listening, dude, you're, you're golden. Dang. Eating, I can barely walk and breathe. I mean, uh, so eating snacks and listening to music, that doesn't, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> do you have any other questions, Audrey? Nope. Dang. Those were good questions, though. They were. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, then. <laughs> Thank you for shutting me down in any kind of discussion I was trying to have with you. <laughs> Well, my pleasure. I guess, well, I guess if there's nothing else, any does anybody have anything else they want to say? Well, I did. Um, I was just thinking, like, I'm super excited about the fact that I'm work. The you know the content that I make music about, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that I work on you know that I make music about games, sci-fi, and anime. Because I just feel like there's, it would be really hard to run out of content to talk about. There's always a new video game. There's always a new movie. And then there's always, especially, always new anime coming out. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I really love that. Because, you know, I could just, there's always something to just kind of pull from. And, you know, one of the things that I like to, uh, you know, be sure of is I don't want to, pull directly from the show and just use only you know only the content from the show to feel the music i like to draw like inspiration from it so that it becomes my adaptation of it it's my take on it and then it's not you know it's not it's not so you know not like i'm just ripping from them mm-hmm. you know ripping from the shows basically it's like you know i could see i could see a character 
Um, for example, a good example of that is uh, going back to my my song called Crazed. Um, mm -hmm. I play Apex Legends right now. I play a lot of Apex Legends. Um, right. I play it like virtually like every day. Um, <laughs> after I stopped playing Fortnite for a little bit, <laughs> I went over to uh, Apex with, with the masses. And um, there's a character called Loba. She's a female character, and her ability is to teleport. And uh, she yeah. she also can uh, open up a shop where you can purchase weapons from her. One of the sayings that mm -hmm. she said was, welcome to my shop. And that mere saying alone helped me to create the entire song. In turn, mm -hmm. I took that saying, and it became pretty much became the hook of the song. Oh, interesting. And... uh I you know I just pretty much evolved the song from from that. It just kind of it just kind of stuck with me and when I heard it. And it's crazy because like Apex is a uh, is kind of like, you know, one of those online games where the content creators are obviously adding new content as you go. Mm -hmm. So one day they might they might the characters might say one thing and then the next day they might take it out and just have the character say something totally different. But it just so happened that at that moment, she was saying that, that saying that, you know, that statement and that gave me inspiration. So that's a great example of how it can be anything. It could just be the color of a character's, you know, hair or just the way the character looks that makes me feel a certain way that inspires me to create the music, basically. Yeah, inspiration hits randomly. It really does. I had kind of the same thing. Uh, there's currently, it's currently November and there's the whole not, uh, what is it? Nano write mo month, national novel writing month. Mm -hmm. And I used to be more into writing, but as you get other hobbies, it's like, well, I could either write or I could play games. And so I kind of let myself get distracted from it. But as we've been doing more and more anime, I kind of, I kind of feel the same way that you do. There are little things that kind of give me like inspiration. Like I want to write this story, but I don't want to write it the way they've written it. Because, you know, you get a lot of once you kind of delve into any medium, you'll find that people have the sort of sort of scripted things that are supposed to happen in anime and storytelling. And I'm kind of a sadist. So anytime something happens that kind of ends on a positive note, I kind of want to say, well, that wouldn't be how it actually happens. So I kind of get little inspiration from things around me too so i get where you're coming from obviously i, I don't have the same creative talent that you do because that's a whole lot there but <laughs> i still i still get what you're saying and i think that's really cool because i i when i play video games i i don't i don't see things that way but i mean i'm not i'm not that same level of talent that you are i play yakuza and all i see are buff yakuza men fighting each other and i just take that at face value so i think it's cool that we have artists and talent out there who say like just a thing like that they think that th that they'll put that as they'll use something to make something special with that and i think that's really cool i think um I hear what you're saying. I, w I wouldn't say that you uh, you probably don't have the same level of artistic ability. I think... Oh, I would say it. I, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I don't host an anime podcast because I have talent. I host an anime podcast because all I can do is watch things and say that that sucks. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think it might be that you just have a different uh, way of, you know, using your artistic ability or maybe a different way of, uh, you know, perceiving it, basically. 
Uh, that sounds like what some of my. That sounds like something. But that's you're too. You're you're fu- such a nice guy. That sounds like something a teacher would say when you're like when you do something bad. Say, oh, look what. That's an interesting way to take to take from that <laughs> new new creativity method. While I'm just here saying like, and that's that's what I that's what I got from Yakuza Three. Hey, sometimes sometimes you know sometimes it is what you see. Sometimes it's just you know there might not be anything yeah. else there. Yeah, sometimes a pipe is just a pipe. Sometimes a a pipe is not a pipe. Sometimes a, what what's that quote thing? Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. That's true. Sometimes That's right. the That's curtains right. are just blue. Yeah, sometimes the curtains are just blue. Sometimes the there is no subtext, but sometimes there is. Sometimes you can make your own subtext. And that's art. That is art. That's art. And speaking of art, <laughs> oh, good close out. So now that we've kind of kind of reached the end point of this interview discussion, what are like what is kind of a final message that you would and I'm not talking to you, Audrey, because I know you have plenty of final messages that you would like to give any listeners. I know you're not what? talking to me. You don't have to spell it out. I just have it hurts to hurt my what feelings. I I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh so what's kind of a final message that you would like to give everyone who might be listening? Well, uh, so yeah, like I said, I have, you know, I got about, I got the Bebop, uh, song coming. Bebop, uh, song is coming next. Um, after that, we should be doing the next feature with Chaos Network. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping, just crossing my fingers, I know, it's, it's super cool. Crossing my fingers, <laughs> I'm hoping that me and Kudami can make that song together that she's she's awesome and um so yeah well that'll be that that'll be the next my next moves basically um i am actually looking for uh artists to actually uh work with and stuff i'm building my network right now with other other rappers and other musicians other singers and stuff uh it doesn't really matter what what your skill set is if we can work together we can work and we can make something cool Mm -hmm. and um I'm pretty sure you guys are going to take care of it, but uh, if you guys uh, want to hear more of my music, you can definitely follow me on uh, on Instagram at Greshman. You can find me anywhere pre- pretty much under Greshman, basically. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube is where I upload all my final projects, but um, Instagram is where I talk about everything that's going to be coming up. So, so it's where I pretty much go over everything that's coming up next. So uh, I would mm-hmm. I would follow both basically YouTube and Instagram, but they kind of work hand in hand basically, and that's about it. So closing the closing thought is just follow Greshamon Greshamon just everywhere everything every everywhere you can find you can find <laughs> this man. Um yeah we'll have the uh, we'll have links to everything in the show notes. Show notes or descriptions? What we call them this descriptions right? Show notes sounds too professional. Well, do you want to sound professional? Uh, some days not to well but it was really it was really it was really cool that i got to run into you at uh anime weekend atlanta i know man uh, I, I'm, I'm glad we had i'm su- hmm? i'm super happy that uh, i ran into you too man um i would love to come back and you know do another interview with you guys once you know after i'm you know i've dropped my couple of songs that i'm got coming up next i know that a lot's gonna you know happen after that so I'm, I'm sure I'll have a lot more to talk about by then too. 
Oh yeah, we can definitely, we'll definitely, we'll definitely do something again. Like you can always just join us for an anime review or something. Because we love having like new takes on anime because, you know, not everybody gets the same thing because Autry's over there like, <laughs> what did you not like about bo 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 And so that would be interesting just to get that kind of perspective. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for, again, handing me the free wrist, the free wristband and candy at Anime Weekend too. No problem, man. That's a that's a special you know gift from uh, anime nostalgia. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The uh, they have a shop, don't they? Yeah, she's a uh, she sells like all types of anime gear and stuff, like t shirts and keychains and like lanyards and stuff like that. Oh yeah, go check them out too. I'll put them all. They'll also be in the description. Everybody can be in the description, you know. Descriptions everywhere. Everywhere, everybody hang out in the description. I go, but yeah, thank you for coming on. And seg- segue us out, Audrey. And speaking of, we have been the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have been your hosts, Matt and Audrey, with our special guest, Grishmark. Follow us at our website at otakumelancholy.com, where you can find our previous episodes and the streaming sites where we're hosted, as well as our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and our Patreon. Shout out to our our uh, patrons, uh, Chris S, Cream Puffcoon, Darth Egg, IKEA Plant, Mellow, and Moe Soda. Yep, with your donation a month, you help make cool episodes like this one happen because we feel compelled to make. We can't quit if you're paying us. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you regardless for all the support that you give us. You're the best support you can always give is just listening to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. But speaking of people who shared things with their friends, today's quote comes from Benjamin Franklin, as he has once said, don't throw stones at your neighbors if if your own windows are anime. (laughs) Powerful stuff. Yeah, because they'll find you and then they'll bully you because your windows are anime. (laughs) They'll be like, how dare you have windows made out of anime? Uh, yeah. Bye-bye. Take care. Sayonara. Gabate. Thunder, 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 thunder